Hello, everybody, and welcome to, wait, what? That actually happened, the True Crime Podcast with real stories and real reactions and all that fun stuff. I'm Chelsea. I'm Sarah. And we are back with episode number two. So who who are we learning about today? Like, what's the story today? Pogo the Clown. Pogo the Clown. Which okay. is not his actual name. Thank gosh, because I don't know about you, but I hate clowns. So his real name is John Wayne Gacy. Okay, so he's born uh, March 17th, okay. 1942, in Chicago. Illinois. It was a regular blue-collar family. It looked, from like the outside perspective, that he had a great childhood. But uh, there's a bunch of accounts um, and stories of him uh, suffering from abuse at the hands of his father. And hmm. so from a young age, it was kind of rough because his dad was always hitting on him. And he had these like really strict rules and... He couldn't do anything right, and so towards a younger age, probably like mid-teens, he started exhibiting signs uh, towards sadism. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that. And I didn't mention this earlier, but if you listen to our first episode, Sarah knows so much about crime stuff, and I do not, so that's why we're getting my reaction, because I have quite the reaction to stuff like this okay so yeah, yeah. what does that mean <laughs> um so it's the tendency to derive pleasure especially sexually gra- sexual gratification from inflicting pain or suffering onto others okay. or animals how old was he when he got into probably like 16 ish is when the signs really started to to show so okay went to school graduates ends up in springfield illinois with the shoe company where he meets his his wife, uh, Marilyn Myers, and I hope I said that right. Um, but he marries her in September. Mind you, they'd only known each other for like six months. So it makes sense that, you know, she one day woke up and realized her husband was a killer. Because uh, she didn't really know him that well. Um, so then they move from Springfield to Waterloo to help out his father-in-law. So Marilyn's dad had um, some KFCs and he used John Wayne Gacy to be a manager. Um, And so then while in Waterloo though, he gets involved with this group called the JCs. And to my understanding, it was kind of like a gang type. They didn't do like violent stuff, but they were like a gang mentality. And so then this is where his first criminal act comes into play in 1968 so he's 26 at this point and he's found guilty of sodomizing two young boys and he spends 18 months in prison out of a 10-year sentence what does sodomizing mean (laughs) um how to say this without like sounding horrible you basically use other objects instead of your own anatomy to have sex with somebody Right. So, <laughs> got it Picture yeah it's so horrible um and so then he gets out money supposed to serve 10 years of this situation gets out 18 months later which doesn't seem proportionate at all but he gets out moves to chicago for the fresh start with this like year-long probation period so all in all he serves 30 months for this crime well, the day that he con- he was convicted, Marilyn filed for divorce and took his children, and they never saw him again. Which, like, good on her. Good good for Marilyn. So then, wow. goes to Chicago, and during this time, he starts up this, like, success. Starts up a successful construction business, goes to church, gets remarried, volunteers with politics. Um, and really spends time trying to rebuild his persona to the um, community. During this time, 
there's several like accusations of things brought against him. Um, so him being a peeping Tom, him touching young boys inappropriately, him saying things that are inappropriate, um, and they never stick. So like nothing ever comes of anything. But they get brought forward, so like they're on record. Now the the the, the meat of the story. That's a terrible <laughs> phrase. I don't know why that just came out of my mouth. <laughs> The action point, um, July 1975, is when he starts to murder people. So he's built up his rapport with the community. Everybody thinks he's great. And then all of a sudden, a teenager who works for Gacy just disappears. Peace out. Sayonara. Bon voyage. See you later, sucker. And the parents, when talking to the police, instantly, like, pointed at Gacy. And they were like, you should look into that, man. And it never happened. So we gotta love police officers who don't trust parents' instinct because mama and daddy was right. And I'm not gonna talk about names because they're all like, most of them are minors. So I didn't put names in, by the way. And then 1976, so a year later, he gets divorced again. Like a push forward to continue into his like murder spree because he now all of a sudden has this new sound, newfound sense of freedom where like nobody's anticipating him being... At home all the time, nobody's, like, watching what he does. Nobody's monitoring this man on a daily basis. From 1975 to 1977, he manages to murder 33 people. 29 of the bodies were found underneath his house. And all I can think is how bad that smelled. Terrible. That's terrible. Yeah, that's awful. So he did. He would, like, he would rape and kill them. And he would then, like peel up his floorboards and put the bodies underneath the floor so it's that's horrible and then the other four bodies were in this like lake down the road well i mean i can't imagine like living there knowing that you did that and that like haunting you all the time like literally but i don't think it did i don't think it haunted him i think that's where the sadism comes into play he enjoyed it <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, and they were all, like, they're all males. So, a lot of people kind of bring up him and, like, Dahmer in, like, this argument that a lot of, that there was, like, this internal conflict between being homosexual that forced him to kill other males. And I think he was just psycho. <laughs> I think he was just crazy. I just want to know, did his children ever come over? Because he had kids from the second wife, too. So, like, the kids from the first wife, Marilyn took them and said, no. Like, we're not going to talk to you. We're not going to associate with you. Yeah. The second wife didn't necessarily take her kids completely away because they didn't necessarily, like, it wasn't a bad divorce. It was just a divorce. And, you know, child custody is a thing. And, and so, like, did they, did, did he just watch his children play in the living room knowing that there's a bunch of men underneath his floor? And, like, that brings up a whole nother level of sadistic. <laughs> For those who can't see, Chelsea is just adamantly shaking her head <laughs> right now. I just can't, I can't compute that. Like, like, hey, pass me the Legos. And, like, you look you look through the crack on the floor or whatever and you see, like, an eyeball Pass at me you. the Legos. That's what <laughs> well, that's, of. that's what I played with. I wasn't a Barbie girl. I can't say that because I was. <laughs> My cousins had Legos. And, I don't know, I guess I just didn't want to deal with the upkeep of all the Lego pieces. I'd lose them all. Yeah. Um, it's I a pain to step on a Lego. Uh, so, what happened next? Okay, so then, a young man... In 1977, this is, like, going to be the end of his spree. Um, he goes to the police, claims that he'd been kidnapped and molested by John Wayne Gacy. And a report is made, but again, the officer's kind of not doing their job to, uh, to, to par, to standard. Don't follow up on it. 
at all. Like, they kind of just dip out. And they're like, okay, cool. Like, you say he did this, but, like, we're not going to go talk about it. Um, so points for shady police officers. And I say that because I do support the police. I was a police officer for a minute. Do your job. That's all I'm asking. There was suspicion for years yeah and then nobody did anything about it and i don't understand that because he's the most suspicious character yeah i mean of course he'd want to like work on his rapport with the community and everything that he did but at the same time like mostly it's those people i literally (laughs) really are i I pictured there being like this um like board in the in the police office and there being like missing poster signs and somebody kind of just look at him and be like, you know, they all kind of know this one guy. Yeah. And they've all disappeared. That's not suspicious. And then, like, going about his day. I just feel like that happened. Because how do you, like, that's 33 people. But then again, with his report, you want to say, oh, no, he's not that kind of guy. Yeah. Like, he did this and he did that. And- I don't know. I feel like if you you do this, you got to have a vibe. Like, Definitely. you're terrible. Definitely. So then, 1977, no one does anything about it. But the guy lived, so that's, like... That's a plus. You know, like, he may not have gotten Gacy arrested, but at least he wasn't murdered. So then the following year, Gacy murders a 15-year-old boy um, who was working for him or whatever. Um, or who was trying to work for him. He'd, like, gone to Gacy's house. And he was like, hey, can I have a job? Like, I promise I'll work hard. And Gacy was like, no, but I will kill you. At least that's kind of how I picture it happening in my head, you know? Not the work you asked for. <laughs> um, and so, but this time, however... The the plant the Des Plains and I'm probably pronouncing all these places wrong, so I'm I sorry. Am. But they get involved and they search Gacy's home because like the parents knew he'd gone to Gacy's house to ask for a job, did not come home. So that's suspicious. But again, now we got police officers who are like, Let's do our job correctly and you start where the last you last saw them. Um so they search his home and they find a class ring that doesn't belong to Gacy and then they find clothing for smaller people not that Gacy was fat but he was on the larger scale he was hefty he wouldn't fit in those clothes no because they were for like 15 year old kids and so then there's other suspicious items but um upon further investigating it you know again we love police officers doing their job they realize that the ring belonged to a teenage boy. And then they found witnesses who could place Gacy with the boy. And then it all spiraled and Gacy starts to confess. And he ends up confessing to 30, killing 30 people. Um, they ended up finding the three other victims later on. But the psychotic part of this all is that Gacy's side gig was to dress up as a clown and go to children's birthday parties. And a lot of people say that that's where he kind of, like, sought out his victims and, like, watched them. And then, like, would recruit them to come work for his construction business. where he, Which is why people call him Pogo the Clown. And if I thought I had a complex about clowns after watching the movie It, after reading about this guy, I really have a complex about clowns. I, I, I had a complex about clowns, but then I watched the movie Killer Clowns when I was a kid. <laughs> Because it was one of those VHS tapes just on the shelf at my house that my dad had. And my dad likes weird movies. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm just going to watch that. And as a kid, that's really weird, but I fell in love with it. And then now to this day, I just laugh at it. Yeah. And I got it for Christmas as a joke. Because it's just so... It's a good movie, but it's kind of dumb. Like, I will say, 
my fear of clowns started watching the old version of Stephen King's It, like that movie, when I was like six or seven. Um, I got forced to watch it by an older sister. And then recently, we watched it at a movie night. And the, like the remake of it. And boy, did I just laugh because yeah. it was so stupid. The old one is so scary. Um, but this new one is funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, why does he dance like that? Anybody who's seen it absolutely It's just kind of dumb. I mean, it is kind of dumb, but wow. Okay, so. So then he gets arrested, and they're like, at this trial, and he's like, but I'm insane. Like, straight up pleads insanity and says, like, you can't put me in jail because I'm crazy. Well, wrong. And they knew it. And so they, like, did the proper process to determine that he was not insane and that he was in his right state of mind when he committed all of these horrible, wow. horrible acts. So, like, failure. And then in total, he was convicted on one count of sodomy, 33 counts of murder, one count sexual assault, one count of indecent liberties with a child. And he was sentenced to the death penalty. He's, he actually got multiple death penalty sentences, which, like, side note, is one of the, f the weirdest things to me about the court system because you can only kill somebody once. But they're like, let me give you 99 counts of the death penalty. Yeah, okay. All of that kind of goes over my head. <laughs> <laughs> How many did they finally find all these people under his floorboards? Yeah. Or they found 29 of them, and then they found the other four oh, down the road. So he slept above them. That's weird. It is very weird. It makes me uncomfortable. And they found his clown suit, and now it's on display in Tennessee, which is, like, also creepy in and out of itself. Maybe that's why children hate clowns. Hey, you can't trust a clown because he'll lure you to your house and then kill you. That's crazy. That's and then shove you under the floor. I don't think he shoved. I think they were laid, like, respectfully. But nonetheless, they were laid underneath his house. But like you said, the smell, I just can't imagine. Yeah. How did you cover that up? I couldn't find anything on how he covered it up because I'm like, he had neighbors. So, like, how did the neighbors not notice anything weird? There's so many cases like that, like, from movies that I've watched and stuff, where it's, like, such an obvious setting, like, yeah, like how people like around. Like a cabin in the woods. Didn't know. Like, nobody <laughs> knew. And you're in a populated neighborhood. You have neighbors on each side of you. How would they not know? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. I feel like I can't leave my house without my neighbor being like, where are you going? So, as as sadistic as this sounds, how did he die? <laughs> yeah, so he was executed um, by lethal injection on May 20th, 1994. And so he was 52 years old. So it took him, it took a good minute from the time that he was convicted to for them to actually carry out the death penalty. And if, if, if y'all haven't noticed, I'm going to drift off subject for a second. We don't have Carly here today in Carly's Corner. Yeah. Carly is not here, but she will be back. Maybe the next episode or the episode after that. I'm not sure. Uh, but we miss Carly and her commentaries. I'm sure she does. <laughs> she, yeah. Sorry, we're not yeah. funny. Yeah. I mean, Chelsea's funny. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just knowledgeable about, like, true crime. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm, I think, like, every time we do this, I'm going to say I can't sleep at night. Because yeah. Because I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. It just baffles me that he got away with it. And everybody, when it all came out, was like, I just never knew he was capable of it. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't, he dressed up I as a clown for children's birthday parties and paid a little too much attention to the birthday boy. And you didn't get a weird vibe. I can't help but wonder, like, what the parents of that one kid 
were thinking like when like for years before he even got like caught like they were thinking the whole time like i can't imagine how they felt and how heartbreaking that breaking that was for their child they, they told the cops you know investigate gacy yeah. like do it i take lessons away from this being one if a mama and daddy comes to you and says hey it's this person please just look into it and give it a little like brief <laughs> overview because like he could have they could have saved 32 people yeah. at that point because that was the first one that was his first victim but alas because people didn't want to put in the work or i shouldn't say that maybe there was something else happening and they were just really busy either way because the work was not put in 32 other people died um pretty horrific deaths and i don't like to get too into detail because i don't want to i don't want to really cost Chelsea sleep at night. <laughs> I don't want her to hate me. I still need friends. That was interesting, though. I never heard that one. Yeah. Never heard that one. Well, I can't wait to see what you have next week. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, like, trying to do ones that not a lot of people have heard about or talked about. But there's really a lot that I haven't heard about. That That's true. About. So you'd be surprised. You could ask me, like, have you heard of blah, blah, blah? If you tell me their name, I'd be like, oh, nope. <laughs> Not once, not once have I heard about that. Maybe I'll so. talk about, like, the mafia next week. I've always said if I was going to be a criminal, I was going to be the head of a mafia. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, if I was, which is, like, real funny when you look at me because I'm, like, five foot two. <laughs> like, this short little, looks like I'm 12. And I'm like, I'm going to be in charge of the mafia. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, that's so, hilarious. I'd be good at it, Until though. You, I mean, I ain't going to say that. I would. That's what she's saying. <laughs> what would Anyways, you do? If you could be a criminal, what would you be? I don't know if I'd like, be if a you criminal. could get away with it, though, like, have no repercussions. Well, the most criminal thing I've ever done is stole a pack of gum from the gas station, and my mom made me go in and return it and apologize <laughs> to the lady for taking it. I remember it was like pink bubblegum flavored gum. That's funny. It's embarrassing. That's like the I, most I feel embarrassing like you moment could, of my life. For Our, background information, I did study like criminal justice and forensic science for a very long time and then actually did become a cop for a little bit and so i do somewhat know what i'm talking about i don't know what i'm talking about barely <laughs> <laughs> i know what i've played from like video games as i'm kind of a nerd and i know what i've played in computer games and stuff and like what i've read in books growing up but like not for library points <laughs> but <laughs> No, I don't. I don't know any of this, but yeah. that was very interesting. Pogo the clown. Here's John Wayne Gacy. John, John Wayne Gacy. Gacy. Maybe they call him. him all three names because if they just said John Wayne, people would think of the like Western movie star. Yeah. And he was a very nice person, That's from right. what I read. I knew that sounded familiar. <laughs> so we got to give him all three names. Well, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> this has been <laughs> real stories, real reaction. Real stories, real reaction. Um, you heard that, you know, Sarah would love to be in a mafia. Um, yep. And Not in it, in charge. Yeah. Oh, there's a difference. Very specifically in charge. Um, but yeah, thank y'all for tuning in and tune in next week when, or two weeks from now, uh, when uh, we go over another story, possibly about the mafia. Possibly about the mafia. Um, but yeah. Anyways, we'll see you guys next week, and... Adios. Adios.